Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. I'm Tyler, and as always, my co-host, Ryan. <laughs> Welcome to the last week of Spooktober. <laughs> it will be your last. I'm back, and you can't keep me down. <laughs> I'll, I'll insert my neck. You can't keep them down. <laughs> That's spot on, I think. So yeah, I think that is pretty good. That, that I think that will be your costume for this year, right, Tyler? Oh man, I didn't even think about that. I was Captain just telling Tangent. you. Yeah, we were just talking about costumes and how I was thinking about being Buffalo Bill, and yeah, uh, and yeah, it was think, disgusting. It was disgusting. Yes, it was. But uh, <laughs> but I'm an artist. All right, I mean more or less an artist. I'm yeah. someone who has a podcast. I I'll guess, be sort of. I'll be the first person to call the police on you. As as rightfully so. <laughs> supposed to be everybody's in quarantine. You just hear goodbye horses blasting from my house. And so. <laughs> Would you fuck me? <laughs> I'd fuck me. <laughs> That's great. Also, yeah. Check out our Science of the Lambs podcast episode if you haven't, you know, yeah, heard that last one before. Year's yeah. Spooktober. <laughs> yeah, it was. And it's crazy. We're already. Spooktober's come and gone. This is our last one that we're doing. So. I can't believe it, Tyler. <laughs> oh, man. But I guess, you know, we, we can technically do a scary movie anytime you know i guess yeah, technically that's true that's except true. you know star wars month uh bad movie month we could probably squeeze in a, a, a scary movie there you know yeah but there's plenty of bad scary movies there are a lot of bad scary movies because it's funny what we're talking about today because there's some other versions of it that are not you know very <laughs> very good or as good but uh with this episode we'll start off a little bit of movie news because something did happen this week or i guess a couple things mm. so starting off uh no time to die uh, Nick's favorite James Bond movie or probably soon yeah. to be favorite James <laughs> Bond movie it actually might skip theaters and it might go straight to streaming so oh my goodness that been, is pretty big yeah that's huge that is huge so I know he'd be pissed if we didn't talk about it he'd be like why could how could you not talk about it yeah, he, he would was, always he... say every time I'm gone you guys mess it up and so yeah. yeah no that's very true actually when I saw him the other day he definitely said that to me <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like him yeah and uh so it might just skip the movie theaters altogether it might go to streaming now as far as like what platform it might go on I guess with uh MGM they're just saying it's gonna go to the highest bidder so really? whoever wants it as far as like the highest bidder now the budget of the movie was 250 million dollars so wow. that is quite a lot of movie, you know, quite a lot yeah. of money and That's quite a lot of movie too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that is do huge. Think, do you think it's going to be a success? Um, I think so. I think maybe we're hurting for things to watch. And I think if this moves, I think maybe Wonder Woman might move. But Warner Brothers has always been, they've always been really weird. You know, they're yeah, like, yeah. They're, they, they've always been just like late to the draw or they'll just act on the weirdest stuff. Um, but I find with, it weird that even with COVID, there's a lot of new things that have been coming out, yeah. even though it's not big theatrical releases. There's been new things, especially in October. Uh, Amazon released a bunch of original horror movies, as well did Hulu and other uh, streaming platforms. What is that? Netflix. They released Hubie. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and I, I actually saw Hubie. And we'll talk about it in recommendations. But <laughs> yeah, but how how are these movies coming out? But the theatrical releases are like, oh, no. We're going to hold off. Yeah. We're not going to do any filming just yet. <laughs> Sorry, Daniel Craig, but you're in the same boat as Adam Sandler and Hubie Halloween. So <laughs> your $250 million movie to however much Hubie Halloween costs. It could have been, if that was $250 million, I, that would be insane. But hey, looking at Daniel Craig, looking at Adam Sandler, they both don't care. 
Like, yeah, that's you, you know, <laughs> you you bring a pretty good point. Yeah, they they have they have been long into their career, but um, I guess whoever's looking at No Time to Die right now, I think it's Netflix and Apple TV. Although Amazon might swoop in because mm, they've got a lot of Amazon. money too. Yeah, they're yeah. not just streaming. You know, there were they were a smart business. They did other things besides streaming, and so yeah, a monster but, conglomerate. That's yeah. what they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Amazon is basically Vought or a version of Vought too, which is funny because. They got the boys out but uh mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens i yeah. i mean i would watch it on streaming if it goes to apple tv or if it goes to netflix or any of those we're not gonna it's not gonna be on video on demand where we have to pay for it we can just already have that subscription really is and that what's gonna happen yeah if it goes to streaming we could do it that way but it might maybe just go to video on demand because you know mm. streaming it goes to that platform and you can see it Unless, of course, it was Disney Plus and you got hoodwinked into like three months or subscription. And (laughs) like like myself. Yeah, I'd be pissed too. Like that's you you showed me this and you gave me a contract. (laughs) (laughs) So Tyler, tell me how much we've talked about it before. How much would you pay to watch this movie? Um, If we were covering it on the podcast, I would probably say if let me put it this way. If Nick was having us cover it on the podcast, (laughs) (laughs) um. I'd probably pay anywhere between like 30 and 50. And I think that'd be Whoa. reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a, and, and, you know, part of that could be because Nick has always been going on about like, yeah, I'll drop a hundred bucks on this. Like, yeah, I'll drop 200 bucks <laughs> on this. Like, I don't know if this is like the same as, you know, a Mayweather fight. I'm not a sports person, you know, yeah, yeah. but, uh, you know, this ain't no world series here, but I, oh, between man. 30 and 50, I guess I would purchase it, but I would try to make it more like a viewing thing, like have other people just be able to watch it on my account just to get more of my money's worth. Um, but <laughs> yeah, like, I'll, I'll be one of those leeches. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. I'd be like, here, just, just watch it on this account or we'll just do it on Skype and we'll just watch it on Skype yeah. <laughs> together. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's what I would spend for it. But if it was just on streaming and we weren't covering it, I'd maybe watch it. But mm. that seems like a two and a half hour movie that, you know, yeah. I mean, I could watch Hubie Halloween again, you know. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hear it's a perfect 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's what I would. Would you pay anything to watch it or would you say streaming? Oh, man. To be I, completely honest, I would pay probably like 15 bucks, $15 okay. if they were saying, hey, you can watch it. You can have it for like two days or maybe even just one day. I'd pay $15, but I'm not looking to spend over $30 yeah. for a, a rental of a movie that like I'm only going to watch one time. You know, And I think this is the 25th movie in the James Bond franchise. So although really? it's, you know, it's newer, you know, of course, there are different storylines and everything, but you know, it is interesting that James Bond has been going strong for this long and you know, and of course, because it is newer, like they've all been pretty entertaining, I think, although Casino mm. Royale, I think, is still my favorite. And <laughs> there's just some there's some sort of magic. And was it Die Another Day where you mm. have an Asian man who's now a white man or whatever, whatever happened in that <laughs> or vice versa, whatever ethnicity changing there was. Oh, and then you had a diamond face guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's... I, I just feel like I'm not the type to want to drop a huge amount of money for a James Bond movie. There are a lot of good James Bond movies, a lot of uh, James Bond movies that I would definitely watch a second, third, fourth time. But for something that's like brand new in the theaters that I don't know how it's going to be, and it's probably going to fall into the same category or fit the same formula of all the other James Bond movies, I don't think I'm going to spend $30 or anything more than that to watch it at my house. 
Yeah. Well, it was stre- what if it's streaming? Would you watch it? Would you get a subscription to Apple TV if? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it, that maybe. I can just yeah. definitely get a free trial, even if yeah. it's like a week free trial. <laughs> what is that? Uh, HBO. I'm on my seventh uh, free week trial. <laughs> all right, now listeners, don't go, don't be snitches. All right, you don't have yeah. to. <laughs> all right, I can make an infinite amount of email accounts. All right, Gmail allows me to do that. Yahoo allows me to do that. You blame them, not me. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Never, don't blame me. Blame the tools that I can use that for. <laughs> um, other movie news I got. So I thought this one was pretty funny because. Oh man, how many times have we talked about the Snyder Cut, right? Like yeah, ever since, and I, yeah, thousands of times. When we're coming up on our hundredth episode, and it's and that like, will be our hundredth episode. Yeah, we're gonna um, get the <laughs> leak of the Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, like, oh man, I, every time I hear something new about the Snyder Cut, the more I think. Is Zack Snyder a director or is he just some sort of really brilliant con man? Because mm. you've got uh, Joe Manginolono, Manginolono, yeah. Joe DiGiorno Pizza, as I call yeah, him, yeah. <laughs> um, where he actually, who played Deathstroke, and he was there for that cameo, that end credit scene in the Justice League movie. So he's actually back on set doing reshoots. Are you and serious? I guess they're giving him like a bigger part or something. And then even Jared Leto. Yeah, I, Jared like, Leto is back too, apparently. What the heck? So it's it, how it is does this, <laughs> how is this the same movie, Tyler? How it would does, this be considered a Snyder cut? That's ridiculous. That is insane. And it's still the um I think the four hour the four one hour part uh episodes that we talked about like a couple of podcast episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. Where it's just going to HBO Max, it's gonna be, I think, four episodes that are about an hour, hour and a half or something like that. But it is wild to me i mean maybe that's the best way to tell this story i guess but we know now like okay this wasn't done he just like kind of conned hbo into giving him (laughs) you know 17 million for the reshoots and then like another was it 40 or 50 or 70 million on top of those you know just (laughs) for the vfx and then the reshoots it boggles my mind i I forget it's an old um adage or whatever it's the boat when does it stop being the original concept all right yeah how many times you take away planks and repair it and make changes to scripts or whatever until it's no longer the original piece of work i I agree with you i think he's just a con man yeah i just imagine him like he's just like i've never even you know it's like i never even had a finished idea i just literally (laughs) threw it all together like why are we making movies tyler i know (laughs) i start things and never finish them all the time (laughs) if i knew it was that easy to be a director i would have gone to film school but (laughs) yeah yeah. don't worry tyler i know a lot of douchebags that went to film school (laughs) oh cool i could have been one of those douchebags all right yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) this could have been my snyder cut except even less of it would have been done so yeah it's getting it's getting hard to believe that there was ever you know anything a part of this because you know he said it was done he said he had the footage but i don't know if he's just like you know let's add some more stuff and it's like come on now (laughs) like what is going on uh but that's all i get that's all i got right there for movie news the only other thing i really saw was uh i think we had talked about it before where fast and the furious was looking to move towards time uh space and time travel i think they're doing time travel are you they are doing time travel so i think i think it is confirmed that i think they're gonna go from space to time travel but nine and eleven are gonna be the last two and they're gonna wrap it up Wait, wait, 9 and 11? What happened to 10? Oh, sorry. Oh, did I? 9 and 10 then. 
Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> or maybe 10 and 11. One of those. All right. One <laughs> one of them is going to be like a part one, a part two. It's weird. You, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's real weird. It already but, sounds weird. Yeah. So <laughs> they're going to, I guess they're looking to wrap up uh, Fast and the Furious. So I think I think maybe nine and ten might have to deal with space, and eleven is time travel. So they're like having their own Avengers movie, I guess, <laughs> with oh Dom goodness. Toretto and his. Are they going to get Doc and... Brown, and then they're going to soup up the DeLorean, and then they're going to just speed race that into Back to the Future? I have no idea how they're going to do that. <laughs> that would be interesting. I mean, they could connect, I guess, or they could do their own thing. But I guess, like, even in Hobbs and Shaw, they had like some sort of weird super soldier thing with Idris Elba. Yeah, so they're he's, already uh, kind the of black moving. Superman. Oh, he's the black. <laughs> Is that what they called him in the movie? No, that's what he called himself. <laughs> oh, that's what he called. That's what Idris Elba called himself. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it be like the black Captain America? Oh, nope. I guess they already have Falcon or Anthony Mackie, <laughs> and so. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's wild that, and I remember I've only seen like, I think the first one and Tokyo Drift and sort of the second one, and if you would have told me all those years ago when I was five or six that, hey, these are going to go to space. I'd be like, whoa, that's crazy, man. Yeah, and even sign now, me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Sign me up. I'm all about that. But even now hearing it, it's just like, that is insane that they, and, and that is, that's got to be some sort of record with this franchise, like how far, and just like what yeah. we talked about, where is this even the original story or is this the original thing? And it's the same with this franchise. There's so many features on this that it really is like, is this isn't the same Tyler, what, what 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 movie do you think they just ran out of ideas and then just started throwing darts at a dartboard? <laughs> oh man, I don't know because I haven't seen really any of the newer ones. I've only seen the earlier ones, but really, yeah. yeah. We need oh, to you do... know what? I lied. Uh, I think I saw Fast Five or something. The one where okay. uh, Michelle Michelle Rodriguez comes back or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we do need to do Fast and the Furious because yeah, we need to do some sort of marathon. I think yeah. that would be hilarious. <laughs> hey, at Patreon fans, if you're into that, maybe we'll do one like a 24 hour marathon, like live stream. Like we won't yeah. stream the movie, but you get to stream it with us. <laughs> That's the secret. That's how you do it. That's <laughs> or we will stream the movie. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows what we'll do? We're wild. We can just yeah. put it on a different Gmail. We can put it on Ryan's Gmail's account. One of them. Yeah. <laughs> one of the, one of the hundreds of accounts he has. So. Exactly, exactly. We're already using a bunch of trailers without permission. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I know. If we piss off any fans, all they have to do, or any listeners, all they have to do is just send one email away, and then we're screwed. <laughs> yeah. Well, none of the studios will go after us. It's not like we have any money. Look, we're two. We're two... They may not have any money either since COVID, so they... Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> they, whatever they can get, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, I have some comic books, uh, a few Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Is that will that pay for my debt? <laughs> yeah, I like to think my Yu-Gi-Oh cards will pay for the debt, considering you know the amount of money I spent on them. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, I don't think so. I don't think I. I always imagine it's just Zack Snyder who's CEO at Warner Brothers now. But I don't imagine they'll they'll want. How are that, they, how are they even giving you more money? Yeah, <laughs> with so COVID, weird. He just keeps on getting more money. money. <laughs> Oh man! But anyways, uh, today we are doing Ringu. That's how you say it, right? I thought it was Ringu. <laughs> Ring or Ringu? Ring, yeah. Ringu. But either way, I I guess either way. The, yeah. the original doing... J horror. Yeah. Of Ring or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, translates so... to Ring, so we'll go with Ring. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're we are doing the original J horror Ring. Um, and then we all I also watched. I watched it for the first time. This is the first time I saw the J horror. And also the first time I saw the American version. So 
Uh, spoiler warning for those two right there, but we won't be really touching, I think, the Ring 2. And we might yeah. touch a little bit on Rings, which I think came out like in 2017 or something like that with yeah, a, yeah. a little bit of a different premise, I think, and or more modern day premise. But mm. yeah, this is... And it's crazy, like, with this movie, just how well it's done, you know, even just, like, in Japan and I I guess outside of Japan, considering, too, that it started the American, you know, the American version, which was really popular. So, I mean, at a $1.2 million budget with with Ringu, with the J-Horror, it brought about $19.4 And just Mm -hmm. kind of bringing it back, even with, like, the original with the ring, um, I think that one was, like, $120 with... The, the ring that came out in 2002 yeah, and yeah. that brought in 249 million. Wow. So it is, yeah, it's crazy pretty much, you know, what this has done and even just like the amount of like popularity too because I think it's, uh, it's Samara in the American version then what is in the J-Horror version? Oh, oh, the, 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 the girl. Name? Yeah. Oh, Sadako. Sadako. So, so, yeah, yeah. And I think I remember seeing something where, you know, Sadako, like, she was, I guess, like a national treasure, you know, to Japan. Yeah, man. Uh, it's interesting how, well, J-horror is just so ingrained into the culture. And when they talk about J-horror in general, it specifically talks about, like, evil spirits and possessions and stuff like that. And most of the time, it depicts, like, scorned women or vengeful spirits that take the form of women. And Sadako was a household name. Like, it sounds weird, but it's based off of, like, old uh, Japanese stories about uh, evil spirits and stuff like that. So if you talk about Sadako or something like that, even to just, like, a normal person in Japan, they they know who you're talking about. They know what it entails and all that. So it's it's really interesting. If you ever look it up, just J-horror in general in Japan... It has such a deep and rich lore. That's why I think it did so well when it came to the to the West and stuff like that. Yeah. But nowadays, it's it's kind of strange how it's petered out. I haven't heard of a lot of J-horror movies that are topping the charts like they did back in the day. Yeah, and even then, like, because, of course, like, this is the one that said it where you had The Ring, and then I think after The Ring, it was The Grudge, which was yeah, another... Yeah. American made version of another J whore. Yeah. And just kinda Juno? even Yeah, I, I Juno think. or yeah, Juno yeah. or something like that. Not with um Ellen Page or anything. Yeah. No <laughs> no no pregnancy, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> although that's one I haven't seen either. But uh just kinda, you know, still on the numbers with uh the ring or the nine the, the J whore ninety eight version, like right now it's sitting at about a seven point two out of ten over on IMDB. Hmm. And then even with just kind of rotten tomatoes, like it has a critic or a critic score of ninety seven percent. Which and is then an audience crazy. score. Yeah, that's very good. And an audience score of eighty one percent. Yeah. So man, that's insane. It's, yeah, so people still generally like it. And I think, you know, it's even just kind of a cult hit where a lot of people just over here on the West too probably do prefer the J-Horror one compared to the American version. And I got to talk about the American version a little bit because, of course, I watched both for this. Yeah, um, yeah. But with the American version, the critic score was a 71% over there on Rotten Tomatoes and the audience score is a 48. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah so uh, people, so I think a lot point. of times people prefer the J-Horror one over this American one, although I think, you know, there's some, you know, pros and cons to both of them. Can but... I can I ask, what what is your opinion? Which one did you like more? Ah, uh, I think I like the American version a little bit more. And I know mm. that's pretty basic of me to say and pretty awful, <laughs> but <laughs> but just like uh, for, for pure entertainment, like pure entertainment value, 
I like the American version a little bit more, but I appreciate what the Japanese horror one did with a much less budget. And I think I made the mistake of watching the American version first and then the J horror one when I should have done it vice versa. Mm-hmm. So I, I think can, if I, I see that, yeah. So I think if I would have watched the J horror one first, I would have liked it a little bit more than what I did. But I think for just like kind of pure entertainment, like, um, like effects, you know, how like they make the bodies look like in the American version after uh, Samara or uh, S- Sadaku or uh, almost said Sadoku. Sadako. <laughs> Sadoku, right? I know, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> I'm about uh... to get so many angry letters in my mailbox. So <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's there, there were just certain things that they could do that the J Horror one couldn't, mainly because of, you know, this came out in the 80s and the other one came out in 2002. So you had a little bit more of time on your side and just a much bigger budget as well. But Well, the, the original one came out in 1998. Oh, 1998. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, like four right. years before. Yeah. So four years before. You're right. So yeah. So it looks like I got my days mixed up. But no, you good. You good. Yeah. So I think it does have that. And of course, it's m- a much bigger budget with the uh, the actual ring, uh, the mm-hmm. one that came out in 2002 over here. So, but it was it was a big hit. Uh, like, I, I think it's always an interesting thing where J horror in general, like they had some really big ones, Audition, Juno. Uh, 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 this one, Ringu, um, and and a couple of other ones, Blackwater. They were really big in Japan, and then they made their way at that time. Think about it. This is like late '90s, early 2000s. They made their way to America, and there was this cult phenomenon that people like started watching it. They they saw that it was giving a different feel to horror in that horror genre, and people liked it. So much so that studios picked up on that and decided, hey, we need to capitalize on this. Let's just basically uh, control C, control V and, and yeah. put it all in English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there there's a lot of similarities, like just even watching both of them fresh in my mind. Oh, and by the way, I don't know how much I said the 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 budget was for the American version, but it was 48 million. So Whoa. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so, so 48 million compared to that 1.2 million that, yeah, you know, that's the Japanese insane. had. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, which is pretty good. And so there is, there is that sense where you have just a significant advantage because of that, but you're right. It really is like kind of a lot of things are kind of sort of beat for beat, you yeah. know, as far as oh, definitely plot, definitely some of the writing too. Um, and just a lot of the situation. So it really is beat for beat where you say, you know, it's that control V. So some of it, I like some of, I do some things. I think they sort of hint on in the American version that they really, that aren't really as much in the Japanese version. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we'll kind of dig into that a little bit more, but we'll just kind of get, what's your reaction to this? Cause with the J whore. And if you saw the American version, you give me that one too. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen the American version, but I I'm more than likely not going to talk about that one. I'm just going to be talking about the J whore. Uh, and what I have to say is if the parents really cared about their son so much, they would have spent more time with him. <laughs> That's what I have to say. You, That's my You know, reaction. what's really funny in the American version, they are awful to that kid oh my god there's such like and and i think even too like this came out in 2002 i was what seven years old right and i'm sure nick's you know yelling like oh my god you're so young you know but uh, (laughs) (laughs) but you know with this i i remember hearing like this was really scary with the american version you know Mm. so i remember hearing it was really really scary and i think it it did not only did it do well in the box office but it did incredibly well in dvd rentals like it's within 24 
Yeah, like within 24 hours, I think it sold anywhere between like 18 to 20 million copies of like DVD sales. And so that was a time just, when Blockbuster was rolling in. The I dough. know. Oh, man. <laughs> Poor Blockbuster. Rest in peace, man. Every time. But <laughs> they're still alive. They're just on life support, man. Yeah, they're, the extreme life support. There's only, I think, one left. Oh, yeah. they got the Blockbuster <laughs> game you can get at Target, too. That's pretty fun. But <laughs> that's, oh, what? that's it. <laughs> yeah, they have a Blockbuster game. It's oh, like a movie. Insane. Yeah, it's a movie trivia game that you can do. So, uh, oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. It's all right. It's like charades. But anyways, what are we talking about the ring? There we go. So, yeah. um, with the 2002 version, I just remember hearing like this was really, really scary. And of course, I'm seven. I'm just like not only no, but hell no, because mm, yeah, that's all you that. hear is just like how scary it is. And watching this one in the American one, it's it's not, and I think maybe it has to do with expectation. It's not as scary as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But I yeah. do really like the story. I do really like the mystery elements. And I think both versions do a pretty decent job of that mystery element of mm. filing Samara or uh, Sadako. Sadako, yeah. Sadako, I'll eventually get it. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, finding Sadako and, you know, finding the story or the origins of her and what's going on, like, with this tape. I do like that mystery element for me. And, and I guess what I do like, too, is it's not crap ton of jump scares you know like yeah, what a lot yeah. of movies are now it really is just like you have a really good story and then you're able to inject those horror elements around there you know as far as with your characters if they're going to die what's going to happen to them but it is really interesting how just in both versions the parents are awful and of <laughs> yeah. course it's naomi it, watts i think and it's just like god they are so awful to that kid and yeah yeah but it's uh, in this when watching the movies i have to agree with you that expectations have changed and also the evolution of horror movies have changed it's something different building up an atmosphere has become more of a uh, forefront for me in terms of uh, horror movies and i do like that in this movie they focus on that they try to build up this element of a story unraveling the, the mystery behind sadako or whatever the girl's name what was her name samaria uh, Samara. Samara. Yeah, Samara. Samara. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what they're focusing on, trying to build the tension. But it's very different to horror movies nowadays because I feel like we have evolved in terms of horror movies, that, that we have gotten better. And I, I want to give Ring uh, the respect it's due. But at the same time, I'm on a different le wavelength now. This was not as scary as it was like when I was a kid back in high school or whatever. And it's definitely not something that's making me pee my pants now. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, okay, that's what's going on. Oh, that's cool. All right. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I, I think even too with the 80s one, and it's not his fault. It's just there's there's definitely some age there, you know? Yeah. yeah. But um, just even kind of watching it too, like I, I think there's a lot of really cool things in the 80s version that is not there like in the American version. The 80s, yeah. Tyler. Why do I keep 19... on saying the 90s, 98? Oh 98. my God. Yeah, <laughs> 80s, 90s. 90s. It doesn't matter, right? Like, <laughs> so with the, with the J-Horror, the 98 version, there there's some really cool things in there that I like mm. that are in the American version. But I just do really like that the American version is just a little bit more entertaining and that they have a little bit more of not so much shock value, but just more interesting things going on that they're able to do with the effects or show what else that, you know, Samara can do, like, in that aspect of it. You uh, know what, Tyler? I was actually thinking that you would probably think it was boring. Like, this is your first time watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's my first time. There was a lot of just negative space, a lot of just uh, dead air where they're just talking or trying to figure out things. And it was a little slow. And like, I, I have to agree that it was yeah. a little slow. So I, I initially thought that, oh, man, Tyler's going to think this is super boring. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So uh, before we get too into it, uh, we're just going to hear a quick word from our sponsor. Yeah, but you're definitely right with there being just some dead air and then even just a little bit of like those pacing issues too as well. Yeah. But it is, it, and I think even too, just like watching it, it's crazy just how much, you know, like we were talking about how much of a national hero, you know, that the ring was, <laughs> you know, in this uh, yeah, for, for, for Japanese people. Very recognizable and, and very iconic. Like, yeah. Again, I'm certain that anyone, if they're dressed up in like a white gown with their hair in front of their face, yeah, you're they're, you're gonna scare someone in Japan, or they're gonna be like, "Oh, it's Sadako." <laughs> yeah, Sadako. Yeah. So, and I think it's even interesting too, where you had like even on like on baseball games, like you had because baseball's big in Japan too, where oh, yeah. you had Sadako, you know, come out and she would be the first pitch, like she would throw the first pitch on certain baseball <laughs> games, and so it's it's just weird, you know, how like this horror icon became such a national treasure, you know, to Japan, and then you know Americans we just taint it, you know, and so yeah, yeah but uh, piss it, all over it, <laughs> and so um, even just like watching the American version, like of course I just think I can't stop thinking about Scary Movie three. Oh, yeah. And like, oh, you yeah. know, same. it's the same with like Scream. You know, you can't just self but think about, you know, Scary Movie 1. And there's just a, there's a lot yeah. of funny stuff. But yeah, it's it's definitely been parodied to death. This, and that's one of the sad things about horror movies. A good horror movie yeah. is going to stick with you. And because it sticks with you, they're going to parody the crap out of yeah. it to lessen that blow. They, and that's what sucks. And, but, and you're absolutely right. Like, they're going yeah. to parody it and make it just a complete joke out of it. And it's oh, still yeah. funny sometimes. But. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's still funny. I still laugh when I watch scary movie. It's, it's hilarious. But at the same time, I want to say that one thing that I really like about the J-Horror Ring movie is that all the things that I complained about horror movies in the past, they establish all the rules up front. They tell you how they're playing the game, what they need to know and what's going on. And it's very clear. And then they don't try to over explain all of these things. They're like, okay, this guy, he can, uh, he has like telekinesis or whatever, and he can kind of see, he has like mystic powers or whatever. And uh, now when she's with him, she can do the same thing, whatever. Like you don't think about these things too much while you're watching the movie. You just go along with it. And I really like that about it. Don't need to over explain it. Just, set me up and scare the pants off me and I'm good. Yeah. I, I think even funny too, just like, you know, of course with the similarities and one similarity I do like is the opening scene. Cause mm. of course in the J horror one, you have it where it's the, the two girls and they're talking yeah. about how one of them two was away. Yeah, yeah. Two high school girls. Yeah. <laughs> to the start of the trend, the high school. <laughs> so, you know, and both versions, they have those two high school girls where one of them is away, you know, for the weekend with her boyfriend 
And of course, that's like one of the lines from Scary Movie 3. She's like, oh my God, you're with Josh all weekend? And, <laughs> and it's still like in its own version, its own, its own different culture sense. It's basically yeah, the same yeah. thing happening in this one. I can't say the name who was there, but it's just, it was hilarious. Like, oh my God, you're so-and-so all weekend? And she's talking about how she watched this really scary tape. Mm. So, um, but even then, like with the American version of this one, like the psychic the psychic thing or the ESP thing is yeah, yeah. much more stronger or much more like they talk about it actually mm-hmm. in this compared to the American version where they just sort of somewhat talk about it. Like, oh, really? and yeah, like they, they, some, they show clips of Samara like being tested on, but they never really kind of full out and flat out say like she's psychic or she has these psychic powers. They're just kind of like, Oh, she's able to make these imprints. But mm. it's kind of like it's in death she's able to do those things, but also she was able to do them while she's alive. And of course, you know, they reveal like who her mother is, and that's nowhere near in the American version. In the American version, Samara, they just leave and they come back with Samara and she's oh, just really? there. <laughs> yeah. So I and and I think even too, like both both movies make a good sense of saying, like, okay, she's she's special in that sense. Like they sort of sort of mention it, but in the J Horror, it is much more clear, like, no, she has ESP or she is the daughter of ESP. Whereas in the American version, she just kind of shows up and that's not her biological parents who she's mm. with. And so tell me, th- tell me, Tyler, when uh, so did they have a scene that uh, a guy is like complaining and it all of a sudden just drops dead? No, they don't have that. No, oh, they. Did, yeah. But in in the in the Japanese version, like even yeah. though it's supposed to be a scary scene, there was a bunch of segments that are like, oh man, that's too hilarious it's yeah it, <laughs> <laughs> like the face that he makes and then he just drops to the floor yeah. it's ridiculous and, and that's why like even with the american version i'm like okay they were able to do those faces much better and much scarier mm. and they they took out that whole like let's just have a random you know journalist just drop dead you know yeah, from, because yeah. of sadako and so but that is something there even with the american version like they have some they have some pretty good shots in there mm. but they, they they must have had a really good cinematographer i didn't look up who it was but they had some really <laughs> good they had some really good shots in there so but there were some elements thing. that i liked in the uh, the original one that actually did bring about some tension like the idea with the cameras that the moment that you're cursed then any time that yeah. you appear on camera it distorts your face and I didn't think much of it before, but then when they brought it back and they took the Polaroid and her face is all jacked up, I was like, oh, man, send chills down my spine. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's cool, too, because they, they kept that part as far as like with the American version, too, yeah. although it's much creepier in the J-Horror one. Like the oh, okay. how, how the pictures turn out are much creepier compared to in the American version where it just kind of looks like they have little swirls on their face. Like you can't mm. see their face because they're so distorted. Whereas in the J-Horror one, it's like, okay, this actually looks a little bit more creepy. Yeah, And yeah. so, but I do like that aspect of it. And of course, you know, we did It Follows, I think, last Spooktober, whenever we mm. did that. Mm. Um, I think it was Spooktober um, before quarantine. But you definitely get those vibes of like, okay, not only do you have this J-Horror, but it sprung up that whole kind of It Follows. And it really kind of opened the door for certain other ideas to kind of get out there. Because even, of course, like how they end with the J-Horror and the American version, it's where you have to make a copy of the tape and then have someone else watch it. Yeah, and yeah. So, and then did you, and that's did you, how you're able to get rid of it. Did and... you Did you know about that that portion, that aspect of the movie? Did yes, you... I did. I, I oh, did okay. know. All I right. did know about that aspect of it, um, but I couldn't remember. You know, because of course I watched the American version of the J-Horror one. And 
I, I couldn't remember. I'm like, okay, is this a part of one or the other? Or is this just something that the American version was like, well, you got to beat it somehow. Mm. And so that's what they did is you have to make, and it's a really weird thing. It's like, okay, you have to make a copy and you have to have someone else watch it. And they sort of explained the reasoning behind that in the American version. Because it needs talk- to be watched. Yeah, because it needs to be watched. Yeah, that's basically how they sort of explain it. There's like, it needs to be watched or she has to be heard or whatever it is yeah. because they, they lay her body to rest. You're like, this is our best bet and it just didn't work. So, and then even then, like with the whole American version, they're just kind of like, why is it seven days? Like, oh, because you can only survive without food and water for seven days because she was alive in the well. They didn't, mm. you know, they didn't do the double tap yeah, on they, on her. They did, and so... <laughs> they did some they did some interesting things in the in the American version, and I do like some of those explanations. But also at the same time, it's like keeping it open ended. I I don't have a I don't have a problem yeah. with that. Like I did like how um, they left things for the audience members to piece together by themselves. Like it's been a long time since they've seen the American version. And as you're talking about it, I'm like, oh yeah, I totally remember all this. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> but it's, it's uh, yeah. It, rewatching the, uh, the J horror. It's, I don't know. It has just 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 such a different feel in, in my and I, I know that sounds pretentious and I'm not trying to be, but it, it's just something about it. Yeah, and and I think too, like even though that audience score on the American version was pretty low, I I do think they're kind of sort of neck and neck. And of course, with just the two thousand two one, just yeah. you know, you have a significant budget increase, you're able to do a lot more other things. Um, one thing that I did notice too, where you have um, Hiroki Sonata, I think it, who it is, he's who was in the Wolverine. He's done a bunch of other ones. He played uh, Ryuji, I think it is, in the J. Oh, okay. He, yeah, he yeah, played yeah. the he played the husband or the oh, ex husband. Okay, um, that's so, interesting. Yeah, so the guy who played the ex husband, um, Hiroki Sanada. He's he's done a bunch of stuff. He's done Westworld. He's done a lot of things over here mm. in the West. Yeah, so, yeah. um, I do think it's interesting. Like with the American version, it's mainly just Naomi Watts who's like just doing everything. She's doing majority of all the research. She's doing all the heavy lifting. And it's just, you know, her ex-husband or her baby daddy, whose name is Noah in the American version, who's just kind of there and tagging along. Like, Mm. he's not really putting out a lot. But in this, it's really like Hiroki, who's kind of doing a lot of digging. And he's, you know, he's doing a lot of stuff to help, you know, to help her out. Except in the very end, when uh, (laughs) when the the woman, I forget her name. I I should know her name. Yeah. She's she's the one that's pulling all the water out of the well. (laughs) Did you like that slap? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like oh yeah yeah that 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 was another funny aspect the sound effect that they used when the guy just like hits her over the head and throws her into the well freaking yeah. stupid but i'm talking about in the end when they find the well and uh the guy goes down into the water and then she's like he's like throw me down the buckets and then for hours literally hours tyler because the sun was up yeah. she's pulling up buckets of water she's emptying out the entire well and she has got to have like the strongest lats or the strongest yeah. <laughs> back ever because it's insane man and the guy's just waiting in the water <laughs> it's cold in that water all right <laughs> yeah yeah and then he's like after she's exhausted after it's already been hours he says all right let's let's trade and then he pulls up maybe like three or four buckets before she actually finds Sadako's body. That's it. It's hella dumb. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, and even just, it's, it's funny too, like um, with this J horror version and the American, like we talk about how they're just, they're just both 
like in both versions, they're terrible parents. Like oh, yeah, all of them, yeah. like all, all of them. And so like even just like in the J-Horror one, like you have that scene when uh, the son and the dad, they, they, they meet each other and it's raining mm. and they both have their umbrellas up. And they exactly rip that from shot shot for shot. They rip that into the it's American version. It's a good version. shot, man. And it is. It yeah. is. And, it's and, powerful. And it, it's strong. Yeah. And it clearly shows that they both look. They both. And of course, you have the little boy. And of course, in the American version, it's uh, David Dorfman, who's Aiden. They look. He looks up at him. They look down. And they just walk past each other. Like, they yeah. know who they are. They acknowledge it. And they just don't say a thing. And it's so, and I think even the American version, it's a little bit more turned up, like how neglectful they are. Because mm. a lot of times, like, you know, Naomi Watts is just doing whatever she's doing. You're just like, I wonder where Aiden, Aiden is. And even in the J-Horror one, it's like, where is he? Is he okay being alone? Like, I'm sure he's fine. He's used to it. Like, <laughs> he's it's used just, to it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and it, it's funny. It's just like in both versions, I don't know who, whoever directed both, they're just like, no it has they have to be terrible and i don't know if that has something to say about like the story itself maybe just because even with samara or sadoku sadako sadako yeah even with sadako it's it's really where even their parent you know both of their versions their parents are awful to them too but at least with samara and sadako it's like well you know you're kind of born evil i guess and they sort of hint on that in the american version of this one where it's you're they're they're just evil there Mm. is no redeeming qualities to them or redeeming attributes to them they're just evil and they just hurt people Mm. and even like in the american version aiden kind of talks about and that's where they somewhat maybe hint that he might be psychic i'm not sure but they even kind of talk about where when they release samara from the well he's just like why would you do that now she's out doing whatever you know samara does in her free time you know (laughs) well they they also not and they also hint at um uh the the kid in the J horror also having some sort of ESP powers because he's able to see Tomoko. Uh, oh yeah, yeah his uh the, his cousin or whatever the, yeah. the main girl's niece and her name is Asakawa. Yeah, Miyoko yeah. Asakawa. Um, but yeah, he, he's able to see her ghost and her ghost is what tells him to watch the movie, which is freaking dumb like why it's it it blows me away it baffles me with all this talk about this videotape killing people and you basically believe it because that's what you're trying to find and then you go and watch it and then you share that with your ex-husband and you keep the movie with you so that your son can watch it i just think it's that right there is the biggest neglect of a family yeah. <laughs> expose them all to their own death essentially <laughs> and you know even like in the american version too like you know because of course the same thing happens with you know the little boy where he ends up watching it yeah. and it's just where like Naomi watts comes home it's hella late and you know for whatever reason he's just there by himself no one <laughs> talks about a babysitter or maybe there was a babysitter in that scene i mean it doesn't really matter because he's never he's always away yeah and you know even in that scene when she catches him watching it he's just like i couldn't sleep and there was nothing else so i was like so you just put on like a random blank tape <laughs> movie like yeah what that is wrong pornography with you? yeah man. that could have been like your mom's sex tape or something <laughs> like you know that could have been anything like you don't have like you know and i don't know like how it is with that but i know because i was seven at that age i knew how to find the cartoon movies you know because yeah. yeah. now you have a whole shelf full of vhs's <laughs> 
and y- y- they're gonna they're gonna keep the cartoon movies together. Like, yeah. why would you pick the one blank tape? <laughs> and and whenever you find like an unlabeled VHS tape, it's always a roulette. It's either <laughs> gonna be home movies or pornography. You never know. You never know. So, do you want to gamble both. on that? <laughs> let's let's hope not. Let's hope not. <laughs> but oh man, um, backdoor th- sluts nine. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, one thing that I do really want to, to touch on is the idea of them copying the uh, the tape. Because I think that is the most chilling part of the movie. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, in the uh, uh, 98 version, that, that scene that's been parodied all the time where she's coming out of the TV. I have to give that credit because the special effects on that, 498, really freaking good. And then the... Um, the makeup work on her fingers when you they do a close up of her hands because she's try she was trying to climb up the well and you can see that all her fingernails have been ripped off looks pretty good um but besides that i think a really chilling part is the fact that in order for you to escape the curse you have to make a copy and then get someone else to watch it and on the j horror movie it's basically challenging the audience you would do it too right like yeah. just so that you can survive, and it brings in that uh, that morality of uh, uh, of you as an individual. Would you do it if you had only a week left to live, and the only way for you to survive is to pass off so- the death to someone else? I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting, and I think that when you look at all the other J horrors, they have that element to it where it's very cerebral, where it turns to the audience and say, what would you do in this situation? And I liked it. I, I really liked that about that movie. Yeah. And I definitely like that too. And it ends like that way with the American version where she has them. Um, Naomi Watts is having her son, you know, make the copy. And of course it's like, well, who are we going to show it to? And it's just like, you just have to pass it on. And, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, uh, at least that's the one thing it doesn't do. I know with It Follows, it's like, that's the same thing. You have to pass it on. But then It Follows takes it a step further and just like, well, if the person you pass it on to dies, it goes back to you. So I'm pretty sure that's not what happens in this scenario. But I do like that aspect of it, too, where it's like, this is the only way to get out of it is to pass it on to someone else. So it's either you or them. And it just kind of and it leaves it up to that. So but there is there is a lot of good things, I think, to like with the American version and with the J-horror version. Um and I think they're both worth the watch at least once. And I kind yeah, of the same thing yeah. like what we talked about with the Blair Witch Project, where it's like you watch it once, it's pretty good. I think maybe the American version might be a little bit more reachable, rewatchable just because like what we talked about, there's a good amount of dead air time like with that J-horror one. Mm. Whereas with the American version, there's some pretty cool stuff there like with Naomi Watts. Like she throw, she doesn't throw up, but she basically she starts hallucinating a lot. And it's of course, it's just Samara playing tricks on her, you know, part of the curse. But I think there's quite a few interesting things like uh, Naomi Watts, her character, she pulls like a bath, like a bath plug out of her out of her mouth where it's just there. Yeah, Yeah, it's just there. She just pulls a bath, a bathtub plug out of her mouth. And so there's some interesting things like that. But and I haven't seen the ring, too. I hear that one is really, really bad. (laughs) So I hear that one is just like significantly really bad. They got both the characters back, Aiden and Naomi Watts. um, But I hear that one's really bad. I heard The Rings, which came out, or Rings came out like in 2016 or 2017. I heard that one was not as bad. But of course, they modernized it, I think, by doing it as a, you know, of course, more on the internet where you could watch it. 
Which, and, uh, like, it's... I thought it was pretty interesting to bring it into the modern age. Like, no one has VHSs anymore. I think I... Or like, DVDs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or DVDs, exactly. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty interesting. And uh, it's just funny how Sadako is knows about technology now it's like oh okay this is how we're gonna do it we're gonna put it on a flash drive and then stream adapt it or die all right <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it, it it was an interesting take i just don't know how it was executed and i'm pretty certain that it was executed poorly <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure too and i'm sure like even with the j-horror when i'm like okay this must have started like that whole like weird email chain that i'm sure you remember you would oh, get yeah. like either in your yeah. spam or your or whatever like you have to send this or something bad's gonna happen to you and it's like well i can't <laughs> risk that so i'm gonna send it to my you know my asshole friends or whatever and so yeah and then eventually the uh the jump scare emails those are great those, oh yeah <laughs> those, so... are, those were the worst man <laughs> so i mean that's really all i got as far as like with the ring of the america and the j-horror one um really they're both kind of neck and neck and mm. you know there's certain advantages with the american one but with the j-horror one i would probably give it about like a six and a half mm. and then uh, with the American one, probably still around like six and a half, maybe mm. seven, a little bit more reach rewatchable, but same thing. Like if you haven't seen it, I think it's worth a watch at least once. And I think the worst thing it did was the, the hype, you know, oh, yeah. for so long, I thought this movie was so scary. And then even just with the American, the J-Horror one, it's like, okay, there's a couple of scary moments, but it is, I think still a pretty decent story, like in its core. Yeah, yeah. And I have to agree with you. I'm actually going to give it the same score. Six and a half, I think is fair. This was one of the first J-Horrors that I got into. And again, it started that craze, this trend of people wanting to uh, experience something different. Like we had horror movies, like American horror movies, slasher films and all of that. But this was this had a different feel. And obviously it, it blew up. And again, the studios, they wanted to capitalize on that. Uh, but this was one of the first ones that kind of started that. And I have to give it to this movie. Uh, between the two, I honestly say watch the watch the original watch j horror one and if you're going to watch it really set up the atmosphere like turn the lights down low watch it at night and i think it would be more enjoyable because it does have this creeping sense of atmosphere that that builds as you're watching it just get lost in it i i enjoyed it as a kid and i still enjoyed it now but my tastes definitely have evolved and it's not going to do it for me as it did in the past Six and a half. Yeah, I'm going to give it that as yeah. well. I, I know we didn't talk about it, but the, the music is pretty good, like with the jump oh, music yeah. and the J-Horror, yeah, yeah. because you have like that weird kind of violin kind of like... Mm you know, like jazz music stops or whatever it yeah. is. And so <laughs> Every time there's like an ESP moment yeah, or something. Like, <laughs> like it's just like a weird sort of stop. But I, I do like that. And here's a random fact about the American version where uh, on the DVD and the VHS sales, if you, you had like a bonus feature on the DVD and with the VHS, if you rewound the VHS all the way back, you know, to the beginning, basically what would happen is it would show you the entire ring video. So the one that they watch in the American version which is really? still pretty, yeah, which is still pretty creepy, but it had a different feature. So like with, with it, it would disable your remote. So I actually had it on the DVD, you know, here at my house through the PS3, you know, old PS3, and you put it on the special features, you're able to watch all of it, but that part still works where it disables your remote and you can't get out of it unless of course you like, you know, maybe hit eject and that's it, but you can't get out of it. And then at the end of the video, the ring video, 
they do two phone rings, you know, of course, coming from your TV. And so oh, they did wow. it. Oh, wow. That's yeah. pretty creepy, man. Yeah, so That's they actually did it. awesome. Yeah. So they did it with, um, of course, the DVD sales was just another the bonus feature. And then with the VHS, you just had to rewind it all the way back. So that's a really cool Easter egg if any of our listeners have the VHS or the DVD at home where you could do that. And it's cool that they disabled the remote. And even when they did the premiere for the American version, you know, they had select seats where they had just like a VHS tape of uh, the ring, just mm. the actual video. And it was there for like select audience, random audience members when they would go see the pre-screening or whatever it was. Yeah. There was just something there that they could take home. And it was just the ring, just the video that they watch on a VHS tape. So and then they would have they would hire hitmen. And after a week, they yeah. would kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was the Blair Witch Project, guys. It's like, no, we have to actually kill you. Yeah. yeah this. Sorry. Like... <laughs> this, is, this is how it is. <laughs> so uh, we'll move on to our next segment, recommendations. Is there anything you caught over the week or the weekend that you want to recommend or don't want to recommend Tyler I have been too busy yeah you got babies now so <laughs> yeah yeah multiple <laughs> that's okay I watched two things so one for you one for me so uh, okay All right. I uh I finished up Blind Manor over on oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Netflix yeah. so man talk about not being able to stick a landing with the ending oh, so I was so upsetting yeah like if you heard me uh last podcast episode I was really into it I only had two episodes left and the last yeah, yeah. two episodes were a pretty big disappointment. Yeah, you it were was, really talking it up, yeah, man. Yeah, I know. And I, I'm just like, man, like those last two episodes did not stick the landing. And it's just like, okay, all right. So See, Hill House, amazing. But <laughs> that, that's one of the things about like serial horror shows that uh, they can do really well to build up that atmosphere and build up that tension. And then just really botch it on the landing. And that's what I really hate. Did you Did you end up watching Servant? The uh, Apple TV I actually one? didn't finish Servant, so I was still halfway through that. Mm. So I might binge I, it I maybe this week. I hear good things about it, and that's something that's been in my radar for a while, and I, I wanted to check out. Yeah, I the the couple episodes I have watched have been pretty good. I need to revisit it, but uh, I also finished up Arrested Development. So normally I just watch seasons one through three, and that's it. Season yeah. four I, I can never get through because it's so bad. <laughs> uh, season five took a really dark turn. Um mm. and it was really dark and I was surprised, but <laughs> I, I you know what I haven't yeah. I, I haven't revisited Arrested Development in a long time it's, and actually I've never watched like the newer stuff I just watched like maybe the first uh first two seasons yeah like the the first the first two are actually the first three seasons are very good uh the four seasons when Netflix picked it back up I think like in 2015. And mm -hmm. it just, it was not as good. Like they could not get the entire cast back together at the same time. There's a lot of yeah, issues with it, yeah. but uh, season five actually was much better. And I thought it was actually pretty funny, but it took such a dark turn. Mm -hmm. um, spoiler warning for season five, Arrested Development, just for season five. None of this ever happens with season one through three and I guess season four, but like uh, Buster kills Lucille too. Like... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And not only did Buster, you know, like kill the seal too, but he also pushed his grandmother down a flight of stairs when he was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. What the heck? Well, he yeah. seems like he would do that. <laughs> I know. And you know, it's funny. And like, cause I can't really talk to my girlfriend about it. She's like, don't, don't spoil it for me. But it really is kind of like, you know, it, it, even though it felt like such out of left field, I'm just like, well, I guess that's not that far out of left field because Buster is really is weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. Insane, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's one of those things where it's like it took a really dark turn. But these characters have been awful since day one. But oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's what we got right there. Next week is our hundredth episode. Oh, my so, goodness. Yeah. So wow. I, how did we get here, Tyler? 
with a lot of Zack Snyder talk and us finally realizing that he's probably a con man. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is that's a hundred movies of watching stuff and yeah. review rating and reviewing it. That's yeah, man. I I I wish I was dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it makes you appreciate the good movies a little bit more and the really bad movies a little bit more too. Cause oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> and I, I realized, man, there are so many movies out there yeah. and there's so many movies that came and went and nothing, nothing came of it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, even like with COVID and quarantine, like even though we're not getting as much new stuff, there is a crap ton of old stuff you can watch. Like if everything paused and you still had the internet, like, you you could not finish watching everything. There's so much stuff out there. Mm. So, but it is wild. But for our 100th episode, uh, I think we are going to be doing uh, X-Men Wolverine or Wolverine X-Men Wolverine Origins. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. We've so, talked about it a lot. Uh, yeah. We've had debates about it, whether it's the worst or the best. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely, I think it's definitely not the worst you know x-men movie now but we'll be able to do that right there but (laughs) i thought Um, it was pretty good man (laughs) it's uh well i have not seen it in quite a bit of time but i'm excited to talk about it so but uh, ryan where can we find you at hey if you like listening to my voice i do another podcast uh, called dragon questicles you can find us on itunes spotify or wherever you download podcasts if you just want to follow me you can find me on twitter and instagram at ryan underscore dot com that's ryan with an i underscore d-o-t-c-o-m and we're talking flick. You can always follow us over on Twitter at flick underscore talking. And if you really like us, you can leave a rating and review. If at you're what- gonna rate us, <laughs> at whatever podcast app you listen to. Uh, but of course, Apple and Spotify are the big ones. Yes, uh, five stars, please. Yeah, five stars, Only please. Five yeah, stars. we don't have to make here yet. So <laughs> that's a hundred episodes of being interrupted. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and that changes a hundred more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. You're it's never so gonna get it out without being interrupted. Yeah. And it's so if you listen to our past episodes, like it's just me and Ryan, then you can tell when Nick comes and then eventually like now we are what we are now. But yeah, a hundred yeah. episodes of all of us being hopefully equally interrupted. So Yeah, and complete pieces of garbage. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Complete pieces of garbage. So uh we also have Patreon, we can donate any amount of money, get access to other content and stuff, and we'll have the link in the description for everybody's stuff. Finish the show, Ryan. Hey, that was Talking Flick, and we will talk to you next week. Oh my god, you're a Josh all weekend? <laughs> you ho. <laughs> oh man, one of these days we have to do scary movie. Oh, I know. It's yeah. it's it's the third one's not my favorite, but there's there's some there, good there, stuff in yeah, there. Yeah, there's like I think I really like scary movie too. That's when they went to the scary haunted house, too. right? Yeah, it's where they go yeah. to the haunted house. Yeah. Take they... my strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'll all be right. the bigger man and walk away. Walk away <laughs> yeah next booktober uh, oh, all yeah. right that's it that's the show <laughs>